and welcome to the Ended Up in Vegas podcast. I'm Nikki. I'm Megan. And today's guest is our very favorite broker in town. He owns one of, co-owns one of the best real estate companies in Las Vegas, Simply Vegas. He also happens to be our broker and he's usually the one sitting right here on his very popular podcast, The Power Move. John Gafford. Hi, ladies. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. It's, it's not often I get to sit over here in, in the studio in the, on the couch. I'm actually kind of jealous. I like the couch. Do now. you do you like our pillows? I do. I do. I love the pillows. It, okay. make, it makes when I wear black, it makes me pop. I'm like, yeah, I have to bring some pillows yeah. In for ours. Yeah. Tell us how you ended up in Vegas. Oh my God, that's a that's a really long story. Um, I'll try to tell it concisely so you can use, cut this up for social media, as all good podcasts should be done for. <laughs> um, let's see. A long time ago, uh, I was on The Apprentice. I was on a reality show, and during that time, I was in the tech industry. And coming off of The Apprentice. We, I sold out of my tech firm and as I was sitting there in Tampa, kind of figuring out, you know, not doing much, but sitting on a boat and hanging out, uh, Kendra Todd, who had won my season, the apprentice calls me up and she says, Hey, um, why don't you get a real estate license? It'll be, it, come work with me. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, for sure. I'll do that. That sounds like a good idea. And so I got a license with her and this was in 2004 five or six. And this was right when the boom was still happening. And her main business was condo conversions. There was a company based in Vegas called SunVest that would buy apartments, apartment buildings and convert them to condos. And they had projects here, Phoenix, Miami, Tampa, all the hotspots of of when the boom was happening. And we would go to big real estate shows. Like we would go to San Francisco to the real estate show where we would stand up in front of a room of 2000 people and we would lay these projects out and then we'd walk off the stage, walk to the back of the room and sell 50 units at each one. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we were slinging these things. And anyway, so th- there was projects in Vegas and some buddies of mine said, uh, one of the things also about me is I've always, I've always been good friends with a lot of guys in bands. And for whatever reason, a lot of those bands became very famous and some friends of mine were going out on tour and you know, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go on tour too. Let's go on tour, <laughs> uh-huh. which is something I used to do when I was single and, and living a different life, go out on tour. And so we came to Vegas and they had a two day stint here. And the first day was at the hard rock uh, for a private show at what was the joint at the old joint. And then the second day was at house of blues at Mandalay Bay. So we get here and the first day we all check into the hard rock. And this was back in kind of the heyday of the hard rock. Mm-hmm. So we go to the pool and it's models and bottles. And it's, I mean, it, it was, we're having quite the time at the pool at the hard rock and had a great time that night at the show, went out, went to, I think we went up a tangerine. At t- <laughs> this is how long this was, right? <laughs> bring it back, man. I'm bringing it back. We wound up a tangerine. Anyway, we had a big night out. And then the next day, because they were staying, they were playing at house of blues. They moved to Mandalay and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm staying right here at the hard rock. Cause we had a big time the day before. So anyway, my buddy also who would go on tour with us, Michael, was like, don't worry about it, bro. I got, a, I got us, a, I got us a, a cabana at the Mandalay Pool. We're going to kick it just like we did yesterday. I'm like, yes. So we go to the Mandalay Bay Pool, right? And if you've ever been to the Mandalay Bay Pool, uh, it's a wave pool. And then there's like other little parts. Well, the wave pool is also a jettison or right next to the kiddie pool, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we went from models and bottles at the hard rock pool to new moms dunking their kids up and down in front of us in the cabana. I'm just like, this is not happening right now. We're in Vegas, literally watching new moms uh-huh. play in the wave pool with their kids. Right. 
I'm like, I'm going to kill you guys. So the guys leave to go, go do radio. They left. And my buddy, Michael, that had booked this cabana kind of disappears. And I go, where's Waylon? Where did he go? And somebody's like, oh, dude, his brother goes, oh, we went to meet his friend, uh, Gidget. She's like the hottest chick in Vegas. They're friends. He went to meet her. She's like, he went to meet her. He's gone to dinner with her. And I'm like, oh, okay. So begrudgingly here I am. I'm like, well, I'm going back to the hard rock. So I'm super pissed. At this point, I'm hammered because there's nothing else to do but drink. <laughs> I gather my stuff up in a terrible manner. I'm wearing board shorts and flip-flops and like a shirt. I get in the cab. Takes me back to the hard rock. I get out of the cab. And as I'm stepping out of the cab, I look to the right behind me. And there's another cab pulling up. And I see this blonde get out of the cab. And I was like so taken back by this woman. I was like, oh, my God. I'm staring at her. So as I step out of the cab. I trip on the curb. And I fell into <laughs> And I fell into a bush that was sitting in front of me, right? I fall into the bush. And I'm like laying in the bush trying to like scramble to get up, blah, blah. She didn't see me, thank God, whatever, blah, blah. So anyway, long story boring. I take a shower. I get in the cab and I go back. And now we're meeting at Mix at mm -hmm. Manley Bay. And I'm standing there like raging. I'm like, dude, we spent all day watching these new moms dunk their kids in the freaking baby pool. And I go to Hard Rock for five seconds. I see the hottest girl I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. And I'm just bang, bang. And then in comes Waylon walking in with the girl that had gotten out of the cab because mm -hmm. they were meeting at Nobu. And the very first thing I ever said to my wife was, you just made me fall into a bush. <laughs> and... uh yeah, so after that, I started coming out here. Oh, maybe I'll come out next weekend. Maybe I'll come out the weekend after. Maybe I'll come out the weekend after. And here we are 16 years later, two kids. That's how I came to Vegas. And rewind for the people who don't know. Like you were, that was what, first trip here? Or like how many trips had you had to Vegas before that? Oh, no, no. I'd been to Vegas several times before. Um, that was the first one where, you know, anything like that had ever happened for yeah. sure. But, but yeah, I mean, you know. I guess they just say the cool thing about it was, was, you know, I was not a young guy when this happened. I think I was 32 that my wife was 33. She's one year older than I am, which makes her a cougar and me man candy. I, yeah. I literally remind her of that this morning, which was awesome. Um, I remind her of it almost every day. Uh, but yeah, you know, we had dated everybody, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I knew second I started hanging with her, like I, I'm never going to find anybody better than this. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and because she had, you know, kissed a few frogs in her day too, I guess that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I duped her into it somehow. Who knows? She's, she's yeah. pretty amazing. I, she is amazing. I, I duped yeah. her into it. I have no idea. I did that. <laughs> so it was destiny was decided after destiny. that. Yes, you were good meant to, to live it. in Vegas. A good way to put it. My best it. man at my wedding told that story that I just told. And it was, a, it was a, it was a nice sum up. He said, so he literally fell head over heels in love. With <laughs> yeah. So I love that. I thought that was good. Yeah. Not many people have like a, like a literal sense of that story. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And that was that. And now you guys have two kids. Two kids, we do. One, one, one is about to turn fifteen, and one's thirteen, and that seemed to happen in a blink of an eye, which was, Gosh. which is kind of crazy. That's wild. Did they still like you? Wow, that's a, such a great question. My son is day to day. Um, <laughs> you know, he's that fifteen year old, and, it, and it's funny because you know, mom is a little different than I am with that. She's a little more apoplectic about how things go. Uh, you know, she's like, well, he's 15, he's hormonal and these things. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'll call it out. Like, bro, if you're going to be an asshole to me, uh -huh. I'm going to be an asshole to you. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we have gotten to a point where he, he gets exactly what he gives. Yeah. If he comes, if he comes happy and nice, then I come happy and nice. And, and quite honestly, I was telling somebody this the other day, I'm that way with a lot of stuff. I tell mm -hmm. people when they meet me, like, look, I'm going to be an ass, right? 
How you treat me d- depends on d- determines what kind of an ass that is. I'm either going to be an asset or an asshole. And that's completely <laughs> up to you. That's a good way of putting that. That is totally up to you which way that goes. So. I love Same that. way with the kid. Yeah. That's great because I think parenting kids at this age is is challenging to say the least. So I think yeah. you're teaching him how that life is like that. Yeah, it, it, it's a challenge, man. And especially when, you know, the biggest thing I think fear you have for parents, especially parents that, you know, we do pretty well. Um, is you're ruining your kids. Mm-hmm. I think is always the fear that all parents have is like, man, is this, am I literally ruining my child right now? And I think, you know, you wonder how much of it's innate and how much, how much of it is learned. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at my kids are, they're, they're very different. My son is very affable. He's very laid back. He's very almost introverted a little bit, very much like my wife. Um, and I always tell people he's incredibly bright. He's never made a B straight A's in, in all advanced classes, AP classes. And I always say he's, he's going to probably go to an exceptional school and have a wonderful career and work in a big, beautiful building that's owned by my daughter. <laughs> I tell everybody because she looks like mama, but she got me in her. So she's, I, if you're listening and you're in the 13 year old range, I'm warning you date my daughter. There's not going to be me with a shotgun. You're going to get what you're going to get from her. And that's <laughs> yeah. how it's going to be. You don't have to worry about her. No, <laughs> I do not have to worry about her at all. That's so funny. <laughs> I wonder if that's a girl thing. I think with some girls for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's my daughter. Yeah. I think, I mean, when I just told the story at lunch, when my daughter was eight years old, cause they own the vending machines here. That's their yeah. business. And we teach them about business that way. And they have since they were little and Hayden will spend every nickel he gets. That's just what he does. But my daughter is like the hoarder, right? She calls them her fat stacks. She just got <laughs> all these like stacks of, of $1 bills. And when she was eight years old, I needed change cause the maids were coming and all I had was a hundred. And I said, Romy, go get daddy some change. She's like, no. Cause she wanted her big stacks of money, not the hundred. I go, Roma, it's the same amount of money. Just, I, I need go get me change. Mm-hmm. So she goes upstairs, comes down, hands me a hand handful of money. It's like some twenties, some fives, some tens. And, and, and I start counting it and I get done. I go, baby, this is $96. And she goes, duh, service charge. <laughs> and I went, what? And she goes, would you rather go to the store? Oh, yeah. and I was like, she got you. No, I would not rather go. And my wife didn't even look up. She's just like, that is your daughter. Right yep. She <laughs> called your number right yeah, there. Me a vig at eight years old. That's what I'm working with. What do you think it's going to be like having kids that you have like that are born and raised in Vegas? Um, you know, man, I think, I think there's a misnomer with people that, that think that my kids have never been downtown on Fremont. <laughs> my kids have, there's places they've just never been. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the most part, it's a normal existence for them out in the burbs. I mean, it's lacrosse, it's cheerleading, it's school. It's, it's the same thing you do everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's, there's much of an appreciation for a lot of that. Now there's a couple things that, that happen that are a little different here. Like for example, I'm able to, my son, the one thing I will give him huge credit for is he has picked up my taste in music. So God bless. But there's been some bands that have come to town that he's like, Oh, I want to see that band. And luckily I have some connections that I can get this 15 year old kid mm-hmm. into places where there should only be 21 year old people or max. Yeah. And I think that might be a little bit of the Vegas part of it. That wouldn't be happening if we lived in Topeka, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are some of the pl- favorite places you and your family go Family or just me in general? Well, maybe both. No, no. So, I mean, look, it is sometimes hard here with kids. Um, I think that's why you have to have somewhere to go. We have a beach house in Newport that I, it makes me physically angry when I have to leave that and come back here sometimes because yeah. yeah. I just, I, it's just such a, 
a, a vibe down there, which I love. You know, when they're little, they go to Adventure Dome, and there's only so many times you can kind of go to uh, the aquarium at Mandalay Bay and the Natural History Museum, and then they age out of the Discovery Museum downtown. You're like, ah, oh, it's <laughs> yeah. one less thing I can do now. And, you know, but they hit a point where they don't want to hang out with you as much anymore, I guess mm-hmm. is a good thing. They'd rather be on their phone with their friends, but you know, we have a boat at the lake and I still drag them out there with me as much as I can. And, yeah. and that sort of stuff, you know, we have, we have nights tickets, we have Raiders tickets too, but I, I don't, it's not, it's not a family friendly event for me at all. Mm-hmm. First game I took it to them. I'm like, I don't think I'm bringing them back down here again. <laughs> oh, really? I don't think we're doing it. And uh, yeah, we sold a lot of those tickets. So yeah, beware. Interesting. Yeah. Beware. Uh, parental, Parental guidance recommended. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the problem is you have the opposing fans come in and mm-hmm. if it's a Sunday game, let's say it starts at one o'clock, they start drinking on Wednesday. Mm. <laughs> and uh, by the time the game rolls around, I mean, dude, it's just, I mean, hammered. And I bought our tickets on the visitor side thinking if we ever don't want to go, it's oh, easier to sell those tickets. Yeah. And so we're always surrounded by just hammered people. Uh, and it's, who come it's to just, Vegas and just yeah, are newborns yeah. to. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> course they haven't learned like how we locals have to pace ourselves yeah yeah it's it's definitely a marathon it's not a sprint for sure. for sure okay so where are you going on sunday as a family though like do you have on sundays what are we going to do it depends yeah. on the weather i mean hopefully i'm in newport if i'm not in newport if i live here um lake mead obviously it's it's been a little troublesome thank god our boat's on a lift so we don't have to put it in and out we just push a button and it goes down uh-huh. um but then it gets to be 150 million degrees <laughs> Honestly, when it's 150 million degrees, there's a lot of let's just go to lunch somewhere. Yeah. Let's go walk around at the form shops. Mm-hmm. Let's go walk around somewhere that's air conditioned and we can do something of that sort. What's the place? Like what what's the genre of food that you're eating? Are you a pizza family? Um, Are you My kid Well, of course you got the kids that they won't eat it. Like my daughter is pretty much macaroni and cheese and that's all, still to this day. She's yeah. mac she's Mac, mac and cheese. That's what she wants to eat. Um, we've gotten now where we can get some chicken in her. Uh, a yeah, little bit. chicken fingers. Chicken in her. <laughs> but she won't. No, but but she won't really eat. There's no meat or anything that she really likes to eat. And my son, my son is is adventurous with his food. He will do that. So, I mean, we can go to like we can get like sushi and get my daughter some teriyaki because she'll eat the rice with the teriyaki. My son will kind of try anything, which is kind of cool. But sushi, I would say, as a family, is probably our our go to. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but you- the one thing I'll say about Vegas kids though is. They do get a little flossy because, you know, on special events, whatever, we go to some restaurants that most kids at their age have never been to. Yeah. And, and that's those are those moments when you have to pause and say, am I screwing this up? Yeah. Like, I'll never forget when Hayden was maybe eight. He was probably eight. We were flying to the East Coast for something. And we were taking Southwest. And at eight years old, he goes, we're at the airport. And he goes, what are we flying? So we're going Southwest, buddy. And he looks at me at eight years old and goes, did Delta not have any flights? <laughs> And I was like, all right, I think I didn't get on an airplane or commercial airline until I was probably 12 or 13 and at eight years old. You have an opinion yeah. on the airlines. Yeah. This is, this is maybe a problem. It's Monday night. And my kids are like, can we go to Maggiano's? Like, that's not a Monday night kind yeah. of, me- that's not a Monday night kind of meal place. Yeah. Let's <laughs> so just hop in. But to me it was because I was born and raised here yeah. and my dad was a liquor distributor. So every so go night of the week we would go to, you know, Michael's or the Palm or wherever it was. Yeah. So yeah. Just one of those, I love that liquor distributor. That's such a, that's such a great job for your dad to have because yeah his he's welcome anywhere 
Yeah. Because yeah. he's got a credit card that he can buy whatever he wants exactly. in any of those places and they're happy to pay it. Well, and then it totally set me up for failure as an adult, like seeing $500,000 bills come through at dinner oh, yeah. and be like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Diageo will just pay for that. Yeah. It's another one of spirits, whatever it was. I'll discover it. It's fine. Yeah, DeLuca yeah. Liquor at the time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so we're going to play a little game with you. Are you Love ready? It. Okay. Kiss, Mary, kill. Okay. Are you going to, and I know where you live, uh, you're a Hendersonite. Yep, I am a Hendersonite. This is where your office is. Okay, do you play golf? Poorly anymore. Okay. Just because who has four and a half hours to do it? I mean, it's just so long. <laughs> All right, I, I get it. Four and a half hours to do anything. Like, I, four and a half hours to myself anymore would be like a dream. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Okay, so you do luxury real estate. Tell me, Kiss, Mary Kill, The Ridges, Dragon Ridge, Lake Las Vegas. Uh, kill Lake, Lake, kill Lake Las Vegas. It's too far. <laughs> and honestly, ever since hot dog heaven closed down, there's zero reason to make that drive. Did you guys ever go to hot dog heaven when it's out there? No. You no. don't know what this was? No. Oh my God. Hot dog heaven. There's a bank now on that corner, one block South of water street on the way out there. There was a little hut. I'm not even gonna call it a building. I'm going to call it a hut called hot dog heaven and had the angriest old man from Chicago working in it. <laughs> It was like, it was like the hot dog Nazi, like the soup Nazi. Well, it from, it from from Bono's, though, right? Totally. And like, if you, if you didn't have exact cash, he was pissed. Exact change. He was pissed. Uh-huh. There was no credit cards, nothing. Hot dog heaven made that trip worthwhile. So kill that one. Okay. Um, I would say, I, I'm going to say, even though I live over here, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, marry the ridges and kiss McDonald Highlands. And I'll tell you Ooh. why. I'll tell you why. City of Henderson, as much as I like living over here has completely screwed up this street, mm. Horizon Ridge. Mm-hmm. You're building uh, between a Skya, 288 high-end luxury lots up there. Mm-hmm. You've got, now McDonald Highlands continues to push. They're building high-rises mm-hmm. up there, right? All this unbelievable high-end residential. And what does City of Henderson keep zoning on Horizon Ridge? Mini storage. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's another mini storage. Hey, yeah. it's another mini storage. It's a look, look, guess, guess yeah. what's coming there? Mini, mini storage. Wow. <laughs> this could have been, yeah. based on the real estate that is across the street, this could have been the Rodeo Drive mm. of Las Vegas. And instead, instead, guess what it is? It's the Rodeo Drive of mini storage. Right. So there's not, with the when they built downtown Summerlin, everything on that side of town became exponentially more valuable just because of the convenience of the choice sure. you have mm-hmm. in living mm-hmm. here, unless they do a massive expansion, a massive expansion at the district, which they're, they're sticking some stuff up now. I yeah. don't know what it is, but they're sticking some stuff up now, a massive expansion of the district. There's just nothing to compete. Mm-hmm. Like it was so far that there's a, there's a piece of land back over here that you drive by every day. If you come here mm-hmm. yeah. that we tried to take down or wanted to take down to build an entertainment complex with an underground parking, a parking structure, but it's owned by Clark County School District because eventually it'll be an elementary school. Mm. So again, there's no infrastructure for all these great houses. And there's mm-hmm. some beautiful houses and the lifestyles, it's nice to live here. It's quick to the airport. It's nice, but you're going to have to drive for some of the stuff that you want to do. Yeah, for sure. That's the problem. Okay, next question is golf related. Okay. Las, Las Vegas Country Club, Bears Best, Angel Park. Oh, Angel Park Kill, uh, Las Vegas <laughs> Country Club. <laughs> Bears best kiss, marry the Las Vegas country. All right. Just I like for the that sheer answer. nostalgia yeah. of, of that. I, I mean, it's such a, I love that neighborhood. Colt who sits in that chair yeah. lives in that neighborhood. Every time I go to his house, A, I'm shocked I'm going to his house and B, <laughs> I just love that neighborhood. Yeah, me too. I grew up over there. Yeah, it's magical. Love it. Okay. Excalibur, Circus Kill. Circus. Kill. 
<laughs> Tropicana. No, the Tropic. Okay, the Tropicana, Excalibur, and Circus Circus. Yep. I would kill the Excalibur because uh-huh. I find no redeeming value there. Okay. I would kiss Circus Circus because. Be careful what you leave with. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> because here's here's the I'll tell you why. My wife, when she first, my wife's been here since the seventies, and when she moved here, they were. Very, she moved here very poor. It was mm-hmm. very hard growing up. Mm-hmm. Like her mom, her in a in a one room efficiency, not a one bedroom, a one room efficiency mm-hmm. with a mm-hmm. hot plate, sleeping on a cot. Like remembers when she could afford to get a bed. Mm-hmm. Her mother worked at the coffee shop for circus at Circus Circus for a lot for a lot of years. That's where her mom worked at the coffee shop growing up. And one of the few moments of like joy that she remembers as a kid was playing the carnival games at circus circus. Mm-hmm. So when she take, when we take the kids there, I mean, yeah, you got to cut through the fog of the cigarette smoke, but when we take the kids there, not only do I get to see like my kids have fun doing that. Cause my daughter loves that too, but I, I get to see in her the nostalgia of one of the bright points of what was probably a, a very difficult childhood. So yeah. circus, you know what? I'm going to marry circus circus Marrying for that circus reason. Circus. And wow. I'm going to, and I'm going to kiss and I'm going to kiss Tropicana. Cause honestly, you're probably kissing it goodbye. Cause I think it's going to get dosed soon. Yeah. That's circus true. circus is actually the first casino. I ever went to here. Friends, brought, I came up with friends and her family when I was maybe mm-hmm. 12. Yeah. I think the MGM Grand was just being finished. Mm-hmm. It was the first buffet I went to and we went to Adventure Dome and it was a it was amazing. And I think it was like two ninety nine for the buffet or something. Yeah. And it was incredible. And the steakhouse is really good. I've heard that. I was it's just going to ask really you. It's really good. I keep meaning to go yeah. there. It's really good. It's kitschy, but it's the food's really good. That's I good. haven't tried it, but you're the second person to it's tell good. me that in a month. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I should. I think it's we'll good. need to go there. Yeah. No, my dad took me there and we, like got my face painted. Yeah. I have a ton of pictures. Like, yeah. I think that was probably a week. Got you a pack of Marlboro's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they were the gum, the gum. Remember the gum? Oh, the fake gum. Yeah. I totally had those. Those were amazing. Okay. That, how is that ever legal? It's insane. Fake <laughs> cigarettes. Yay. It was the there 90s. Anything went. That's true. All right. Kiss, Mary kill. Colt Amidon. Chris Connell. <laughs> Bradley. Oh. Um, <laughs> dude, you got you to marry Colt. How do you not? How do you not? In case, if you love Colt like I love, we gave Colt an emotional intelligence test on live on the podcast yesterday. <laughs> A, proving he's a pod person, but B, it was just magical. So you got to marry Colt. Um, then you, you got to kiss Connell. I mean, those are guys I'm around all day long. And, and strictly Brad, just by default, because I don't see Brad every day, he's going to have you. Sorry, Brad, you're going to have to get it, buddy. <laughs> that was a fun quiz, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. I love it. So what, I mean, have you, do you feel like you've lived here for long enough to, to uh, miss something nostalgic from the past that's no longer here? That it when I if I was to leave here, anything nostalgic from here that I would miss, um, or anything that's closed that's no longer here. Yeah, that you used to yeah. I, I tell you what, you know what I miss? What? Sweet tomatoes, buddy. <laughs> that's what I miss. I we miss literally the sweet mourn tomatoes. it every week. I like, miss the sweet tomatoes uh, every yes. time we drive by. I look at it. I got it. Everybody, my all the kids, my wife, everybody. Yes. sweet tomatoes. I feel like I'm the only person on earth that that was like never wild about sweet tomatoes. Uh, like, how are no you never <laughs> wild? <laughs> you, oh my god, sweet tomatoes was the best. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, interesting. For those okay. of you, for those of you not living in Vegas, this was a little place. Um, it was like salads and soups, and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really, I didn't venture outside the salads and soup. But it was like, a, it was like a sal- it was a soup and salad bar mm-hmm. joint. Yeah, right. It was really fresh and really good, and not expensive. Mm-hmm. And you could take your family in there and eat. And it was great. And then COVID came, and they just hung it up and, and never came back. So yeah, and like the yeah. month that they would have the facacia dippers with the like tomato soup. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Oh, so <laughs> so good, so good. I, I would say that I also miss I miss East Fremont when it was just the Griffin and the Downtown Cocktail Lounge. Yeah, Beauty Bar. When it was just those two th- yeah. before Beauty before Bar, it was Beauty. just those two things. And like you would like when Michael opened up the downtown mm-hmm. lounge, when it first happened, we would go down there and there was nobody mm-hmm. down there. And I kind of missed those days. Those were fun. I was yeah. working on Fremont street. I was working on the, which is now the, the Ogden, the streamlined tower. Mm-hmm. And our sales office was right there next to Hennessy's yeah. and the Walgreens that was there. I think yep. it's something else now. And it was so fun to be part of that. It's great to see that, to see that grow up. You know what else I really miss? And I said this last night, um, I miss nine at the palms. Mm. Ooh, yeah, I that's... loved nine at the palms, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that what chef I think the food like that's that's now I love berries downtown because Chef Barry was the chef at nine. Yeah, so I love berries for that. So yeah, those things. When you mentioned a couple other places, Mix, I don't is Mix even still there? Anymore? I don't miss Mix. I could care less. That was that was there. <laughs> we killed Tangerine. Mix. Could care less. Uh, who, who knows? No, I, I have no love lost for any of the nightclubs or any of that stuff. I mean, all that stuff was always kind of a blur and. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. You know, when you, I mean, yes, I've lived here long enough to do that 6.30 a.m. drive out of the tunnel at Dre's when you would come down that Sunset. parking garage, get hit by the sun and be like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't miss any of that stuff. Yeah. I feel you on that. I'm very happy now that I get up when I used to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very happy. For sure. Well, thank you for joining us on our podcast today. Anytime, We guys. appreciate you taking the guest spot. Any advice you want to give us for our podcast? For your podcast, any advice? Um... Just have fun, man, and do what you're do what you're supposed to do, and, and and just if if you are having good, interesting conversations, it will resonate pe- with people, and people will find it, and just organically, just kind of grow it and, and go that route. But you know, if if it's and don't do it for listeners, don't do it for people to watch it. Do mm-hmm. it because you genuinely enjoy it, and you have a good time in this room. As long as you have a good time doing it, keep doing it. And if you're if you're genuinely interested in what you're doing, the followers will come. Kiss, Mary kill. Can we continue that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Perfect. It's a good one. Awesome. Well, thanks <laughs> for joining us. Yes, it's a keeper. <laughs> we'll marry it. Yep. Okay. Thanks for watching this episode of Ended Up in Vegas. We'll see you next time. Bye.